Hello and welcome to QUT News, Spews and Views. Oh, actually, Views and Spews. I don't even know the name of our own podcast. Never mind. But I'm Susan Heatherington and with us in the Spews room today, we have... Jess Perkins. And... Michael Scully. Oh, morning, Spews team. So today on our agenda, we've got a bit of mill mania as the media has very nicely coined it because you know it, it's not a thing un- unless you have a, a, a good oh, a good term for thing, it yeah, yeah. so we, we're going to talk about sport on the front and back page in in this little segment but firstly um millmania so as a bit of background um mike as our our resident american expert t- talk us through the the u.s open in very brief terms the u.s open is uh it's one of the big um global tennis events in New York City out in Queens but uh, my knowledge of it I, I, I forgive me I know a little bit more about Wimbledon only because but it's <laughs> what use are you to the team know, what use are you to the team so anyway like the, the the tennis world and I'm talking world here has collectively lost its lunch over the fact that Roger Federer was beaten um, because there is there is a strange sentimentality about Federer. W- w- what do you think that's about? Oh, I don't know. He's just such a gentleman. He's such a good player. Um, I don't know. He's such a standout. I really, I, I love watching Federer play. Yeah. Look, I think that there has not been, as far as I can see, one thing that the that the dirt digging press has been able to Roger, yeah. to find against Roger. But mind you. That was Tiger Woods before it, before yeah. before it wasn't, oh, and and up. and I am not suggesting for a minute. Sorry, Roger, don't set your lawyers <laughs> on me. I am not suggesting for a minute, but you know people are clean until they're not. Yes. Um, but Roger has maintained an e- exemplary behaviour throughout his tennis career, yes. um, and I think that uh, you know we were all willing Roger to win from the sidelines, and I think secretly. If somebody had to beat an, an unknown Australian, and we do love our Australians, uh, except when we don't, um, we would have been okay with with Roger. With, with Roger. But now, this Brisbane boy that really we've not heard of mm. has made people just go crazy. He was ranked fifty fifth. Yeah. So he was quite like. You know, unheard of, I suppose. Rel- relatively, relatively unheard yeah. of. Um, and his his mum and his his dad's a school teacher. Didn't let get to um, listen to the match or watch the match because he was in his classroom. And the deputy principal would come in at regular intervals <laughs> when something had happened. You know, you heard them on the on the radio this morning and talking about he made him finish school and get an OP first, mm-hmm. and then went on the European tour, took long service leave and went on the on the European tour with them. Okay. And they would sleep in airport lounges and at train stations um, during those three months or, or schedule their flights yeah. so that they were on overnight flights and didn't have to pay for accommodation. So we're not talking about the boys behaving badly, no. sports person here. Yeah. And we love an underdog. Yes. Um, that, that we love that um, local kid made good, story uh, mm-hmm. until the, the media turns on them and yeah. then suddenly not so, not so much. Right. And I think the other thing is that we've had so many, like Nick Kyrgios, um, we've had so many spoiled brat kind of bad sportsman type mm. behaviour 
that I, it's actually really nice to celebrate. And he's so humbly so, yeah. also, he's so humbly, you know, beat Federer. Yeah. Um, and he did say, you know, it's it, it was an honour and he looks up to Federer, um, as I think a lot, <laughs> a lot of tennis players do. Yeah. So it's, it's refreshing, it, definitely. It is actually really it, so. nice to have a nice news story that we're that we're talking about, and yeah, social media has has really broken down into a whole bit of this millmania, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to have to come up with a nickname for him because as yet, you know, I don't think it's called a scud or something. Okay. It, it's quite important um, that yeah, you that, that you have a nickname. You yeah. haven't made it. You haven't made it yet. Yeah. Um, it's going to be Millie or something. Something like that. Like <laughs> that. I mean, like the Fed. Um, my brother's dog is called the Fed yeah. um, because he. That's first name. Like that's just his. That's full his name. name. Is the oh. Fed because he's a beagle, and um, my brother says that they're a hero at the um, at the start of their career, and they they still maintain that belief even when Amazing. they're past it. Wow. Poor old Fetty. Um, Beautiful beagle. So yeah, I mean that's a kind of love that we have, and I, I'm hoping that the beagle's not going to be renamed Millie um, <laughs> because I, I don't think he would uh, he would enjoy that. But anyway, um, on the flip side, the media this week has also had other sports people who have not been behaving quite as humbly or or as nicely. The the footage of the Canterbury Bulldogs players on their Mad Monday celebrations. Um, what does that make you feel, Jess? I just, oh, I don't think it's a good look for not only the team, but like obviously speaking as a sports, like representing that sport in particular, you know, they have a reputation to uphold. And um, I suppose on a, like the Mad Monday kind of thing, they are just throwing that reputation away. And especially for it to hit, the media and go, you know, viral or have like public viewing. What I don't happened. want to see football players' bottoms. I mean, yeah, it, 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 I just think, yeah, or, or indeed their fronts, just yeah. quietly. Um, I think you have a reputation to yeah. uphold, and you need to just like conduct yourself accordingly. Yeah. Um, and so they've kind of let themselves down in a sense, which is a little sad. Um, Do you have the the equivalent of sports teams behaving badly in the States? What sort of antics do they get up to? Well, the the gridiron in the United States has gotten in in a lot of trouble because we have seen pro players doing awful things in their their social life. There's video of a guy beating up his fiancé in an elevator, and that caused some trouble. We've had NFL players, um, one of them was uh, murdered a friend in Massachusetts, and that was a big deal. Um, and there, this behavior, especially because we have, in addition to professional gridiron, we have college-level grid or university-level gridiron. If, you know, these students see the pros doing it, they tend to reflect that behavior in their own behavior, and it becomes a problem. Yeah, and look, I think that's a lot of the debate, that like it or not, these young men are, are role models. Mm-hmm. They're paid a lot of money, and that's not just for what they do on yeah. the on the field, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it, it is hard to say that someone is a, is a role model and then allow this behaviour. My concern is, look, young men are not known for their excellent decision making behaviour. Let's let's be honest about no, this. Not. <laughs> um, and you know, we we can't change human nature. However. This has gone on and on and on, and it's the same 
every at the end of every season there will be a story in one of the codes if it's not the NRL it will be the AFL about their players behaving badly and often against women um, and the league continually says this is not acceptable we're going to clamp down on this we're going to educate them well they're not doing a very good job if it's happening season after season year after year I mean I've heard before the excuse of kind of you know there's so much pressure on the players that it's their time to just release and like have a bit of fun and but yeah I'm not sure I just think hire an outback resort for god's sake yeah away from the public view fraternity behavior in the streets of sydney drunk and naked no that's and vomiting and, and public and urination and they're professional so. sports figures mm. i mean they're required in in most cases they're required to dress in suits and ties yeah. when they're traveling and then the season's over and they're running they're running crazy ripshot through the neighborhood yeah i don't think birthday suit is what we had in mind when we we were talking suits and they know well enough that obviously you know that would get out and photos would be taken and stuff like that so their behavior should have been yes down a little bit well indeed now something more serious we're going to bring to the table um, jess and that is the queensland premier's announcement that we're going to have an inquiry into euthanasia um, what are, what are you making of that? I think it's a very controversial topic. Um, obviously, different states across the nation have seen. Um, I mean, Victoria. If you take Victoria, like twenty nineteen onwards, they um, will be introducing, you know, assisted suicide with a medical professional. But and only for Victorian residents too. So yeah. Queenslanders won't be able to just Go state border hop. Be able to yeah. jump on a plane and bump no. off the yeah. no. Um, so I think it's interesting. I mean, we've discussed it time and time again, and it continues to come back and come back and come back. Um, but yeah, Anastasia Palaget has said that you know she believes it's something that really needs to be discussed, and um, I'm not really sure whether it will go through or not. Uh, my guess is that the tide is turning, is, and yeah. I think it's going to be a little bit like the um, the gay marriage issue that we were discussing yes, yesterday, yeah. that this was something that particularly um, the churches etc had a very Religion strong is a big player yeah, this, yeah a very big strong view on and it was one of the things that just could never be on the agenda but right. but the tide is turning and you know uh, Australians have gone to ships in international waters they've gone to the Netherlands and and so on. And I think the the argument that, um, you know, if your palliative care is good enough, then you don't need euthanasia is um, a fiction. Yeah. I think also that, um, uh, you know, what, what are you preserving exactly? Because I look at it, uh, you know, um, I saw my father die of Alzheimer's. He was 62 and had early onset Alzheimer's and... Um, you know, we were allowed to make decisions such as um, withdrawing feeding, withdrawing water, yeah. withdrawing medical attention. So we could starve him to death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we could when allow him, we could not give him antibiotics so that he could die of pneumonia. Yeah. Um, you're allowed to do that. That is, that is apparently a, a humane and acceptable um, decision. Huh. But you could not give him an injection that would allow him to go peacefully. Right. And I, I do not understand 
how a just society allows that to happen. And, you know, what, excuse me for being an idiot, but what life are you preserving of a man that can remember right. nothing, can't walk, can't talk, can't... It's a hard um, issue. Yeah. The Catholic Church was really out front for decades on, you know, abortion and euthanasia mm. are sort of this uh, opposite sides of the same mm. coin, which is the state or um, the medical community killing human beings for whatever the purpose. Um, but we've seen the Catholic Church globally has diminished in its power simply because of controversies going on inside these churches. And because of that loss of power, we're starting to see the, the public changing its opinion on such mm. controversial topics. Yeah, it's, it is, I think we're on the cusp of a new world conversation about that. And it is one of really a, a number of big conversations that are being had out there. And, and another one yeah. that is very tangentially, I know, related to this is the business of free speech yeah. um, uh, is, a, is a huge one at the moment about um, what is it okay to say, what is it, what is it never permissible to say, and um, the extent to which you can sanction people for having views before you become Orwellian and the idea of thought police right. and, um, you know, what what you can and can't say. And th again, it will, this seems to be the Palaszczuk bulletin, but um, Premier Palaszczuk deciding that she will take staff away from the Catter Australia Party in Queensland because they haven't decried Fraser Anning's statements in the Senate. What do we make of that? To be honest, I... I don't think that the extra staff given to them should have been given on a string. Understandably, his the comment made was unacceptable. Um, what he did say was unacceptable. And given the circumstances in which he said it, um, you know, he could have picked a better time and better wording. But I, I do believe that he had a right to pass a comment and opinion. And, I mean, how else do you change and alter, you know, everything that, you know, runs our society. Like, people need to speak up um, in order to adapt laws and societal views and everything And, and like represent that. their constituents as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Free speech includes ugly speech. Mm. Yeah. And for the Premier to turn and do something putative, like penalise the party for not taking action to silence somebody, um, doesn't strike me as, um, you know, within... It, it, I, it's, a, it's a civil liber libertarian violation or at least something that should be considered. I, I think that's exactly right, and the Queensland Council of Civil Liberties have said ex have said exactly that, that the original statements were repugnant. They absolutely were, and there is no doubt about that. But free speech is exactly that, yeah. free speech. Mm -hmm. um, Anastasia Palaszczuk says that uh, with rights come responsibilities right. um, and that her justification is that these were discretionary staff mm -hmm. and she is using her discretion. Uh, but you can dress it up any way yeah. you like. Um, but really when push comes to shove, it's, um, it's tying staff according to beliefs is, I think, Absolutely. very problematic. And it opens the door for retribution when another party is in power in Queensland. Mm -hmm. 
and we've had so much of that in the past. Yeah. This um, this kind of retribution politics, and and look, that's partly what the world is saying. That is partly what the world is saying in terms of why you end up with a President Trump. I think right. is that they that. Joe Public does not like this kind of ridiculous party manoeuvring and right. Trump was seen as, as something outside the machine right. and therefore somehow more palatable. Yeah. Uh, you know, how, how you draw those two things together is a is a long road to me, but anyway. Well, yeah. I suppose if you have, like, free speech in a country, there's no... It's either free speech or it's not. If Correct. you have free speech, there should be no boundaries. Right. Around that, you're allowed to say what you believe and, you know, mm-hmm. pass comments accordingly. Um, but, yeah, like I said, his comments should have been, yeah. No, the comments were, 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 were dreadful. <laughs> yeah. But he has a right to believe them. And, and the voice of the Premier of Queensland, she would have the authority and the audience to, to basically soundly denounce it. Mm. Um, she doesn't have to take... She doesn't have to take... Um, the action of cutting staff to make that point. She could have said very clearly that I disagree with it, and I'm sure she has, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to finish as we like to on uh, something a bit lighter and fluffier. And Mike, Mike we will excuse you from this one. On this one yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, what is wrong with you, man? We're, 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 we, we are going to discuss The Bachelor. I can't yeah, believe we're, we're three days in. You're a closet badger liker <laughs> over well, there, Mike. I've heard about The Badger before I heard about The Bachelor. Yeah. Nice. Good work, good work. And Cassie. Now, we, Cassie, if you haven't been following The Bachelor, and if that is you, what is wrong with you? Oh, honestly. Really? You can tune out now. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. We're, gonna, we're, about to, we're about to educate you. So we have the honey badger who has gone into The Bachelor um, with this former relationship mm-hmm. with a girl called Cassie. Who was clingy. Clingy from, from the get go. Oh, from the get go, she is glad wrapped. She yes. is so clingy. She that is girl wrapped around his wow. thumb, absolutely. And I, he, I, stage one clinger. One hundred percent. I think that she probably has picked out the names of their first two children. To be honest, she wrote him what notes in a journal. I'm yeah, not, I would not be surprised. Wow. Yes, yeah, yeah. She, um, she, uh, well, really, <laughs> that there should have been psychological testing absolutely. more than. Um, Look, and she said afterwards, because, of course, they're out of the, the house at the moment and it's all been filmed and locked and loaded, but we, the audience, are still ru- running our sweepstakes as to who he's going to end up. Who's your hot money on? Oh, Brooke? I really like Brooke. Mm. I really like Brooke. I think that they would be perfect together. You know, yeah. they just have so many similarities. Yeah. They've got chemistry, Mark. They really oh, yeah. do. Yeah, they okay. really do. And you can yeah. see all that warmth on TV. Yeah, oh, yeah, a, a genuine, because it's reality TV. Oh, of course it is. So, But, yeah. I mean, Cassie has said that she feels that she was edited to look like a psychopathic um, stalker nutter. That's what they all say. But, I mean, but, even Vanessa Sunshine, you know, she stepped forward and said the same thing. No, they made right. look like a like a complete <laughs> crazy. crazy woman. Yes, they did, Vanessa. But I think you gave them material to work with, yeah, and, and 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 I think that that is my point. That if you didn't say over and over again how much you loved him, how much she, has, she said, said it time, and time, time and time again, and how how Every... and how difficult it was to watch him go on dates, and you know if you didn't give them that material, they couldn't edit it. Right. Yeah. 
you know, look, people can try all they like, but they will not find material on me to make a sex tape because it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. But and I then, think also, like, if you, if you look at what he's looking for in a person, he's drawn to the girls that are obviously still remaining. He's drawn to the girls that don't even know who he is. Yes. You know, they don't know his name at all in the sporting field. No. Like, nothing about him. And I think he actually really enjoys that. And also... And she's not only does she know him, but mm. she's just completely obsessed with him. I think completely it's, it's... unhealthily, yeah. crazy, yeah. What lock up your pet rabbit yeah. kind so of how stuff. How many bachelorettes are left in the... Are we down to two? Oh, no, God, no. no. We're only about halfway or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's still... There's still life in that dimension yet. Mm-hmm. And I, because I haven't been following, they included so the, the ex-girlfriend in the... St- okay, so this well, is the this, story. This is, this is where Here we're getting... This is where we get so, interesting. Wow. So Cassie and the honey badger apparently went on some dates. They know each other at the gym. Yeah, they met mm. each other at the gym and okay. they've gone on a couple dates and... <laughs> What the honey badger has said about it is that it just didn't mesh well. Like, okay. it kind of fizzled out. Everything stopped. She said just timing was unfortunate. Timing, yeah, timing okay. was an issue. And he went on the show as The Bachelor. Okay. And I believe the girls don't know who The Bachelor is until they get there. And she was unaware that it was going to be him Allegedly. on the show. Yes. Uh, Apparently but she was unaware. as luck would have it, she's on the show too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's... Yeah. That's lucky, isn't it? Very Really lucky of all the people last in Australia. As well. I think they very carefully, you know, drop someone in. Uh, exactly. Start. 25 no, no. million Australians, what are the odds of two uh, no. people that know each other? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just weird. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, and so from day one, she's established herself from the day the limo drove up. But as... the, that was interesting because even as the limo was driving up, like before she got out, she was very nervous and was like, I hope it's not who I think it is. It's like, mm. it was almost like she had an idea yeah. that he could be there. But yeah. I mean, ever since in the mansion, she's almost yeah. acted like she's been his girlfriend. Oh yeah. And I mean, you're on, you're in a show and you're competing with what? 20 other girls. Yeah. And so there's some limits. You can't just like And why hasn't she been eliminated from this in the first round? Oh, I reckon because, because the producers, producers want her. It's a producer's move. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Keep her to like the final two. So, so you what know, is his throws. affect? He's like... Well, he keeps saying to her, calm down, sweetie. Um, well, yeah. he's saying, you know, I can't, you know, out of fairness to the other girls, I need to... He's such a gentleman, though. I he mean, is. He's he gentlemanly is. letting, like, he's okay. letting her down in the... Yes. Way. Yeah. But he he's, hasn't quite let her go yet. Like, no, I mean, he hasn't, hasn't indicated that he's not interested. No, at he hasn't. He's just saying, you know, uh, we've come into this for a purpose, yeah. and I can't show you preferential treatment. Yeah. Wow. Blah blah. <laughs> but anyway, um, we need to get to the current controversy because we do agree. I think, Jess, that we do agree a hundred percent that um, Cassie can't play cry foul on how she's been edited really because she gave them material however there is something that has just come to light that Mm -hmm. she has a right to get a little bit um miffed about so let's talk about that one well it's just hit the media that cassie was caught apparently buying a wedding dress Uh now after the filming yeah Um, and photos were leaked i mean if 
in my opinion, that was not a wedding dress. You know, it had blue down the seams and it looked okay. like a summery kind of dress. Yeah. But someone's taken a photo and latched onto it. Because, yeah. you know, the main colour was white. And Cassie... I mean, imagine that, buying a white dress. Ooh, it's like, con- oh, my God. Controversial. Yeah. Controversial. Yeah, especially in the spring. Yeah, that's, that's right. Imagine buying a beach dress. <laughs> in spring, How could you? and and look that that is part I guess of the of the downside of putting yourself forward for this kind of uh, social media driven media material like The Bachelor, that and and mostly a lot of those girls we know went into the house entirely for that recognition. Yeah. That they went in Absolutely. to get brand recognition for their right. jewelry. La- oh no, no, you didn't, did she? Even just to just get their face on television. Yeah, to get their face on television, sure. to get their Instagram followers up. Mm-hmm. But when that happens, then um, and the prize is a guy named the Honey Badger. Absolutely. Yes. So like, normally what happens is he he select. I mean, he always the bachelor will always select a girl, but. Yeah. Sometimes he'll pop the big question. Sometimes he'll... And so now it's kind of alluded to the fact that maybe, maybe did he pop the question? Is she on the hunt for a wedding dress? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think she... Uh, no, but if, if we happen to see some footage of Brooke in the bridal store oh. sometime soon, we'll be booking our front row 100%. tickets. 100%. Okay. Oh, yeah. Look, that, that will be, that'll be the fairy tale. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, you know, the the bachelors of the past have always seemed to have a preference for, for blondes. Mm. And I think that the two blondes in the studio would say that this time it's okay. Yeah, that we, we've go. had our more fun. <laughs> he, he so can so take Brooke isn't blonde? No. No. no wow. She's broken. She's, tr- yeah. Oh, no. Big news, hey? Wow. Breaking. Yeah. Breaking. But she's so humble. We, yeah. you know, we like her. We okay. want, we want she, she, If she's not sincere, she's learnt that fine art of faking sincerity and 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 that is a a, a definite definite all right well that is us for today um tune in tomorrow where we'll have a bit more spewing happening uh catch you then